Well, get one. Have an idea. You're an idea man. Go with me on that one. You're an idea man. I'm, I'm, idea. I'm an idea man who comes up with invention. So no. have, you listened, have, you ever listened, have you ever listened to an episode? No. Are you going to listen to your own episode? I mean, I guess. I don't like the sound of my voice, but yeah. It, it's this is fine. Neither, to... neither has my brother. My brother has never listened to an episode either. Really? Yeah. He refuses. He listens to all of my solo he, podcasts. He, he, he loves and promotes uh, Brian One's other podcast, but yes, because, because I am involved, I find that he probably does not uh, support this one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he promotes all the episodes of What Do You Teach, which is available wherever you're listening to this. It's a good podcast about teaching, folks, if you're interested. Oh, I didn't even say the thing, though, Brian, to start this one. Didn't even say our mantra. Well, we, well, we were so wrapped in, in, about this. That's right. Uh, you are funny. You are loved. Just remember that out there. <laughs> you really don't listen. Because you, really, you really don't listen. You have no why idea. Although, why would I lie about that? What was that? So why would I lie about that? I suppose. It'd be weird if you said you didn't You're such a big fan. You wanted to play it cool. No, I mean, I am a fan of you guys. I just haven't listened to the podcast. Fair enough. Well, we are joined today by Monica Shaw. Monica, thank you so much for being on the show. Hello. Um, so, Monica, you're on the show because you have an idea. We have, we're going to get a little morbid today, aren't we, Bri? Yeah, honestly, this whole like time I've heard about what the not so much the idea, but the the, the question involved, I was like, this is gonna be a morbid episode. I don't know how we how we make this funny, but I'm I I think we'll find a way. Well, I think the whole point is that it doesn't have to be morbid. I think. Wow. Yes. That's um, good. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so so Monica, what do you got for us today? Okay. So this whole conversation started because actually we were talking about tattoos and then about being buried in a Jewish cemetery with tattoos. And then, and then Ali was like, actually my parents want to be cremated. And then um, we started into this topic about like, what happens? What do you want to happen to your body after you die? And I was first saying that I kind of wanted to be, they have these little like pods that you can be buried in and then like trees can grow out of them. So it kind of like extends your life, you know, by like promoting new life. But then I was thinking about, um, I watched that new show on HBO, um, the um, White Lotus. And there's a lady on that show that is like going to Hawaii to spread her mother's ashes. And then I was thinking like, okay, like, why does just one person have to get your ashes? Like, if your friends consent to it, like, when I die, I would like my ashes to go to everybody that I've ever loved and cared about. And then everyone has, like, a little bit of me. And if they want to, like, keep it around, they can. Or if they want to, like, go, like, dump it wherever they want to, they can. Not, you know, like, that aggressively. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> it kind of, like, you get to, like, live on after your death. And, like, you get to go places wherever people want to take you. And you get to, like, maybe experience something new even in death. I just think that's a really cool concept. So how good is that, Brian? That, the idea that launched a thousand podcasts. What do you think? The media <laughs> reaction, Brian, too. To, to, uh, to her idea of, of the ashes? Yes, that's what, what we do on do the show. Ashes? Someone pitches an idea no, no, and we give our reactions I, to the idea. <laughs> Yeah, well, I really like the idea. Part of me thinks I can imagine like a person like a bad example because it's not happening, but like Larry David would be like, oh, why do, now I, what am I going to do with these ashes? Right. I can't believe she, she, she forced her ashes onto me. That's <laughs> I, do like the, I do like, That's I do like, I do like the, I do like the idea that, uh, that, that person could just like dump it like wherever they want or spread it wherever they want. Cause I'm yeah. like the, ob the obligation of, getting ashes and then having to like put it up somewhere in your apartment. Well, imagine if you're the last of your friend group and then you just got an apartment full of like little urns. It's <laughs> like 75 <laughs> little urns in your apartment. It's so depressing. Yeah, well, because yeah, then you get to take like a bunch of different trips and like you get to be like, oh, I think Brian one or Brian two would really like to come to like 
Antarctica with me or um, maybe like Mars when I go on my space mission and I can just take you guys along. Let me ask you. Imagine getting through Monica. the airport. Imagine getting through the airport with 75 urns in your suitcase. Like, What's in it? These are all my friends. All right. Man. <laughs> how would you how would you feel if uh, you gave your ashes to Brian and then Brian used your ashes in a way like a meme format to make it a big TikTok star? Well, how would you feel that, about that by association, even in death, I am posthumously a huge star. Is that so how you like, say that word? Is it so posthumous or is it posthumous? Posthum. I don't know. I also say pizzeria. So like, don't take my word for it. What was the word you just said? Pizzeria. What Apparently, word are you trying to say? Pizzeria. <laughs> You're saying pizzeria, like where you get a slice of pizza? Yes. It's pizza. I've never heard you say that once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I like it. I think I take people's ashes, put them on. That could be a fun TikTok channel. Fun TikTok thing for me to do. So um, actually, actually, speaking of TikTok. Hit me. Um, I saw this video of this lady who takes people's ashes and turns them into gems. And then they can be like put into like rings or earrings or something. And that's another way like you can like, you know, carry on your families with you. So like if somebody wanted to make jewelry out of me, they could. That's that's so that's the thing that I would say, like I would do is do jewelry. I've make also jewelry for people. Yeah, also one doing... You don't make jewelry for people in life. Why would you want to make jewelry for them in death? No, 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 not make jewelry, but I'm saying use use my ashes to uh, to turn into jewelry and then, like, give that to people. Right, but but this is what I'm saying, is I don't know you as a person who gives jewelry to people in life. Because also, like, are you going going to make, like, a Monica-studded ring after I die? Like, you're not going to wear that, and you're not... That's my point. And you're not going to wear a necklace of a gem of me. So like for people who wouldn't wear the jewelry, you're just giving away the ashes and then they can just do whatever they want with them. It's like, got to just be really like a little dime you, bag, like a little dime bag of your ashes that you just carry around with you. <laughs> and it's just kind of fun. Like you just go on trips, you reminisce, you get a spiritual. That's a, I'm, I'm all in on this. idea. I might. So I have a lot of ideas for what I want to do with my ashes well, when I die, but this is certainly so- one of them. As I say, the last one uh, I saw that was interesting when I was preparing for the show, yes, we prepare sometimes, is people mix their ashes with ink and then make tattoos out of it. That's pretty cool, too. Because then you're literally under someone's skin forever. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I mean, then you, you, the- like, ta- like, you could be like, like when you like tattoo someone's like name or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. Then you do have the same issue that I have with regular tattoos, though, but even more so. Where like now you double can't get buried in a Jewish cemetery because you have a tattoo and it's of somebody else's body. <laughs> See, for the thing I'm is, thinking I... more. The other issue with tattoos, the, the bigger issue with tattoos for me with a person is like if I if I was going to get a tattoo of a person related to a person, it'd obviously be Bruce Springsteen. Obviously, Duh. not Taylor Swift. No, that would be creepy, I think. <laughs> like, <laughs> Taylor Swift is too. I feel like she already has stalkers that are, like, already, like, I don't know, weird versions of me. Like, I feel like, if I, you know, that would be too much. Um, but if I was to get a tattoo or, t- you know, of anyone, my problem is, what if then, like, in five years, Bruce kills a guy? And then I have, like, a Bruce Springsteen tattoo on me. But now it's the same thing, but I actually have their body in my body? That's too much. Um, I understand See? what you mean, but this feels like an extreme, extreme example. Cause you're not going to get Bruce's ashes. And like, what are the chances that like Brian too, or I are going to kill somebody and you're going to have us under your skin. It's not so much kill somebody. It's more like, let's say that, like, let's say you die and then I get your name tattooed on me in your ashes. And then a story comes out about how like you're, you know, we don't need to get too specific with your job, but like, let's say you were taking money, you're taking bribes and fudging research. And then I got your name and your body on here. That's a problem. I mean, I understand the concern. I just, so I think, but like you need my ashes to do that. So generally the whole background idea is that you're sending your ashes to people. It's almost a little bit like like, I don't actually know how much ash is created when a human is cremated, but like, it's a little bit like. It's a great point. Like, a, 
almost like the lottery, right? Like there's enough to go around. So like you can, you can like decide how much you want to send to who, and then like they can do multiple things with them. When a fat person dies, are there like a, like a lot more ashes? Oh, that's an interesting, that's an interesting question. Like I know that they get a bigger, I know they get a bigger like double wide coffin sometimes, but if a fat person is cremated, is it like a giant urn? I mean, I don't think it's that significantly more ashes that they need, like, a double wide urn. <laughs> Why not? Or is it like I a full know. urn? Is it like a full, like, a, like, it's like, don't move that one. That's a, <laughs> that's a great question. Yeah, Thank I'm not you. sure. Do you have any you urns in your like houses? real-time Googling? Um, no, don't, no, we don't do any research. Okay. I'll be honest. I've never actually seen an urn with ashes filled in real life. Monica, have you? No, I have never. I mean, I'm thankfully I haven't experienced that much like death in my family, knock on wood. So I've does, never does, like personally does, seen an urn. And this is a dumb question. Does my it, parents, does I think like, I, we have a, we have an urn in a closet somewhere. It's not out on display, but it's in it's in our, my, my dad's sister's in in our house somewhere. When she's dead, <laughs> why are you laughing? the way you said that <laughs> sad well then why are you laughing <laughs> that's my question to you I'm just with the yeah my dad's sister crazy. she's in like a closet my dad's sister is somewhere in the house in a closet somewhere just, i don't know where she is I, I would imagine it's one of those things where i've never asked but i also am nervous that i'm gonna like stumble like i'm nervous i'm gonna break it or stumble on it one day when i'm like looking for something it's like oh there's my dad's sister I also don't think that the ashes are just loose in the urn. Like, I think they're in a bag in an urn, you know? Interesting. Do, do ashes smell bad or is it just like a smoky kind of like smell to it? I think it's just like, I, like I think, it's, yeah, just like charred kind of smell. But I don't even know if there's a smell. Have you guys ever seen, there's that one like kind of disturbing episode of like my, um, like, those like that show about obsessions. I forget what it was called. It was one of those MTV shows. Um, Brian, and, one you know all no the MTV idea. shows. No, I don't know this one. No, you know, like there was a lady that liked eating mattresses and like like my yes, yes, yes. My, my like secret, my um, yes. true, true, my secret life, true life, true life. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, there's a lady that like cooks, like like uses her husband's ashes as like seasoning. I was going to suggest that. That sounds like that's something. I don't think I would like that. If you were but a chef. Again, if I've given you my ashes, you can do whatever you want with them. Yeah. <laughs> Does that count as being a cannibal? Good I would I like a little bit, I would think. Yeah. I mean, you're eating dead skin that's been burned. Suppose. I but I guess the other reason that I'd like to promote this is because like normally people think of death as this morbid thing and it's like oh my gosh a whole life has ended but this is a way to make it kind of like like not optimistic but not as like sad and scary to think about so this is my now, I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to yuck your yum here but this is my <laughs> I don't like to yuck a yum but I always hear people say that it would be worse to live forever. You hear, have you heard this? I have heard that. I think living forever would be so much better. Uh, okay. I always say that too. I think it would be great to be immortal. And I understand what people mean. It's like sad when your loved ones die, right? I'm reading this really cool book. Actually, right. it's a fiction book, but it's about this. The girl gets like cursed and she's immortal and no one can ever remember her. Is Tuck Everlasting? Her. No, it's oh. called Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Oh. But um, but she gets to live forever. So she is like born in like 1740 something. And then it like flips back and forth between like old school Paris and then like New York City in 2014. Okay. And like she talks about the differences between the two. And I think it'd be really cool to live forever, but all of your loved ones die along the way. So like, I understand why people think it would be a bad thing, but you meet new people. Right. And, like, and if, you have, also, if you have grandchildren and grand, great-grandchildren, then you have still yeah, a family. Yeah, your like, lineage continues. But also, like, I believe in reincarnation. So I'm sure that, like, even if my loved ones die, they come back as somebody else. And I'm, like, pretty convinced I'd bump into them at some point. That would be pretty cool. My thing is, like, 
I feel like when people talk about like, oh, like living forever, it's to be like a curse. But like, you're going to be dead forever. Yeah. You know, like you're going to be something forever. Why wouldn't you want to be alive forever? Right. Or you'll come back as something else and you won't remember anything about your old life. But this is like, you have to remember everything. Right. Like our lives are so awesome. (laughs) We want to remember this forever. Do you want to live forever? Here's my idea of podcasts going on <laughs> millions of years. Eternity. We'll be recording this on Mars. So Brian, what idea, what other ideas do you, so I love Monica's idea. What I, what other ideas do you have for your ashes? Cause I have a lot of ideas for ashes. I didn't have any other more for ashes. I just had or, one. Or, or I shouldn't say ashes. We're assuming cremation here. What do you want to happen with your body? I mean, I like her idea of, of this is this like a service is this just like you would just ask a friend after you died to, to do this for you yeah so yeah right because like a lot of times you don't know that you're going to die so and I don't just want to be sending people my ashes if they don't want it like if they're like weirded out by it so I think I would have to like in my will have somebody like carry out asking friends and family if they want like a little piece of me Fair so enough. I guess it would have to be like it would have to be a service that's offered amongst now, like, lawyers it, and like living with people. I have a is, question. Is you this, go first. Wait, hold on. Is this like a wedding thing? Do you think people are uh, offended if you didn't send them your ashes? I like, think it could you be. Did, like, like you, you didn't send it to, to to Brian one. Brian one's like, man, I thought me and Monica were really close. I can't believe she didn't ask me to to well, give you her ashes. Yeah, if I didn't get your ashes, I'd be really upset. I'll that's be a totally really good nice. point. I I mean, you would get my ashes. You I guess you're dead. Work. Um, you I don't guess, really care. Yeah, you can't. Really, you, you sound like a real asshole if you're if you're like, oh, fucking Monica didn't send me. It's like, yeah, what are you saying that about a dead person? Yeah, but again, like, you don't want to be like posthumously, what is posthumously hated either, because I feel like that leaves a bad taste in someone's mouth. Like the last interaction they had was thinking, like, fuck you, you didn't send me your ashes. So I feel like, but I do. That's a great point. I hadn't actually thought about that yet. How about this? I got it. I got the solution to this problem. Here's what you do. You get cremated. You're in a big urn. People come to the funeral. They can scoop it. They can take some. <laughs> scoop it up, honeys. Like how they can like scoop Halloween up all the honeys. They can, take, they can take them out. They can scoop. And that way, if you want, like, hey, if you want ashes, show up at the funeral, take your scoop of ashes. Right? That's not a bad idea. Right? That's not terrible. That's, that's, and now anyone who wants better. one. What if you can't travel? But then you don't get ashes. And you have to RSVP, like, please send me the ashes that are left over. You don't get any ashes. If you can't make it, no layer, no takeaway, no nothing. What if it's you're not, not able to travel because you're in Monica, impact? they don't As the care. saying goes, they, as the Monica, saying goes, death's not fair. They don't care about you enough to travel to your funeral. Like, what if they can't? What if they're sick and bedridden? What are they going to do with the ashes anyway? Honestly. <laughs> I don't know, like keep me next to them for company. If they can't, if you can't even make it to the funeral, why do you even need to know that I died? Just tell them I'm still alive. You're not going to see me anyway. You can't travel to my funeral. No, you can't no, travel no, to see that's me. too catalyst. I don't like that. My other, my alternative is, again, we don't know how many ashes are generated from a single human. So I think that you like, kind of like the way you list beneficiaries, you list like 50 people, like there'll be space for 50 people. And then you have to kind of not rank them necessarily, but like- This is even worse. This is a worse idea. Oh, here, like, like, okay, there's 50 people you want to send ashes to. We make it work with the amount of ashes created. But if you only want to send them to five people, they'll get more. You got to scoop. The scooping system is the only system that works. There's about, uh, um- Five pounds of ashes per an adult. Uh, I don't know how much. I don't know how. This that's is like about, much heavier. A pound of bricks. Ten, 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 <laughs> ten, ten and a half cups. That's a lot of ashes. It's a pretty hefty amount. Yeah. That's a lot of ashes. So everyone who wants ashes is getting ashes. Let's. And they do. Way. They do. Hold on. So then I think Keep. the scooping idea is best. Now and whatever's scooping. left, they can get. They can get shipped around to whoever can't attend the funeral. And Brian, they do, it does affect if you are fat, you know, all that other stuff, like how heavy you are. So if you're like obese, if you're like, if you're bone size, everything. Interesting. So it says anywhere from three to 10 pounds, depending on like, like weight and height and all that other stuff. 
I, here's a question for you. Here's a question for you. Okay, I have we another. We always idea. say this. We always say this. Well, I, have, I have a lot of death, death body ideas that we'll get to in a moment. But we always say, right, that you should, when someone dies as a society, we say a lot of kind things about them, right? And we you often say. a roast? No, no. Okay. I mean, that would be fun, but that wasn't what I was going to say. Mm. My idea is much creepier than that. Just wait 15 seconds. At, we, all, we all agree. We say nice things about them. And we always say you should say those nice things when the person is alive. Right? Right. So should we not do this idea when we're alive? Like if I like uh, when, when, if, when I cremate, when I die and I'm cremated, you're going to get a part of my body. What if like next time I clip my toenails, I like burn them and send them to you. And then when you travel, then when you travel, I'm with you. <laughs> it means more in debt. Or what about when I get a haircut? When I get a haircut, take that bag, burn it. And then you. No, the reason. But it's the same idea. Being disgusting. The reason I wouldn't do that. What do you mean disgusting? You're taking my ashes around. Why do you want to take my ashes when I'm dead? I can't know that you, you can be a right, like, big Ben. You can be a I big Ben with a bag of my hair. Like, hey, we're here. I think <laughs> you, you should make. That to me. I'd appreciate it. I think you should make a friendship bracelets like we were saying with like like jewelry, but with your ashes and, and do it now. I agree. Do it as gifts. By the way, how fucking listeners of the show, listeners of the show, if you want Brian wants ashes as jewelry, <laughs> comment in the Instagram and we will send you. <laughs> By the way, how hilarious would this be in all seriousness? Like, let's say you do this, right? You like cut your hair. You burn it. You send me the ashes. And I like put it in an urn and someone's like, someone comes over and they're like, what is that? It's like, oh, this is my friend Monica's ashes. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh no, she's alive. <laughs> I just have these. She's still in the house. <laughs> just like we have pictures of each other. The first person to suggest putting pictures of each other up was probably thought of as weird too. No. All right. I'm going to tell you the, 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 the first thing. caveman was like doing a cave drawing. They were like, who's that? It's Jessica. Why did you make a picture of it? It's the strangest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. She lives right over there. Go see her. That's, and then like, they're probably walking around going like, you hear me make pictures of the other people in the village. What the hell is this about? That guy was what? a visionary. Why do, you have, why do you have a picture of yourself? Did you figure out what you, what you looked like? Thank you. Your... <laughs> Thank, you. Then. Thank you. I, I, this is something. Okay, so the, the reason I wouldn't like that is because if I'm, if I'm thinking of you, instead of wearing your toenails around my neck, I could just take a picture and send it to you because you're alive. The reason it means more in death is because it's like, I trust you with my ashes. I trust that you're going to either put me somewhere cool or have me like hanging out in a fun urn or like or like doing something cool. Like you're going to use my ashes in my death the way that you saw me in life, you know? What about it's this? Almost like, it's almost like you want to do like a charm bracelet almost. Like when you, you know, remember a charm bracelet, you get like, oh, I like to run. So it's a sneaker. We can just have all our friends like on our, on your wrist. Yeah. And then you know who the healthiest one is because they're wearing all their other friends. Yeah, exactly. I what like that say, idea. I, I really like that idea. That was, that was like one of my thoughts. The other thought was... uh uh, you and your friends, when you're all have passed, you put all your ashes in the same urn. That way, you're all still hanging out after I love death. That. That's so cute. That's good. Like a family, like you do a family grave plot. Why not do a big family urn? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it has to be in like a significant place. So, like for us, it would just right. be in like the middle of Comaf. There'd be just That'd a giant, be a giant urn. urn. <laughs> But maybe you can do that. Like that'd be like a be ceremony. Like, that'd be the ceremony, like the funeral. You'd walk them there instead of lowering the cast. You'd dump them in, and they'd be like, "Yeah, you know. yeah." And you'd play like "Hey Juliet" or some other big, big song. Um, <laughs> Closing time. <yeah>. So <laughs> I love it. So here's my other thing that I was yes, going to add me. to this. So yes, the scooping thing works at the funeral, and then like if other people that weren't able to make it, they can have it sent to them, and then whatever's left. There can be like a like a communal urn that you can you can get added to, and then like you it could be like for community service projects. If they're like, hey, do you want to like take this somewhere on like a pilgrimage with you, or like do you want to like plant this with some flowers and like you know, you can become part of like a collective, and then there's like a little bit of you everywhere. This is great. This is so much better than 
What the? Are you guys hearing this? No. No. What just happened? We're talking about death so much. A video of Norm McDonald started playing on YouTube behind my Zoom. It was very strange. I freaked out. Do I have Norm McDonald's ghosts in my apartment? I don't know who that is. It's the comedian who just died. He's like the, one of the top, one of the funniest people of all time. Oh. You should watch after this, everyone's homework. RIP Norm. Just type in Norm McDonald on YouTube and just have yourself an evening. He's so, the best. Actually, that's another thing that you could make if you, celebrities. I was just about to say the same thing. If you could buy buy someone's ashes. Yeah, like, would you want Norm McDonald's ashes? I'd pay a little bit to have a little piece of Norm here. Yeah, and then then that can get donated to, like, a charity, whatever you pay. Or, you know, sometimes celebrities aren't so fiscally responsible. Then, you know, they die with debts. Pay off the debts. You know, they say only three things in life are death and taxes or whatever. But if you die, then you're making money, making a profit. Why, why do you have to wait till death to do the same thing like we were talking about before? They just start selling their ashes now. I would do that. do that. They like sell their used tissues, don't they? Yeah. It's like, well, this is basically what OnlyFans is. <laughs> That's true. All right. So I got ideas. Do you have selling bits of yourself in when you're alive? I don't like it either, but I don't like a lot of things that exist <laughs> that I have to deal with. I guess like I personally would wait to death till bits of me get spread around i guess i mean i don't know why not yeah i don't see it. i say go for it if anyone would like to buy a piece of my hair well i told you about that guy on the subway who tried to touch my hair no. i had to take a different train to work yeah it was like a creepy guy in the subway a bunch of years ago this is a bianca one former guest of the show this is all her fault this story but i did that thing on barstool a bunch of years ago mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. I was eating lunch with Andrew one and Bianca one and Bianca was like, you're going to be famous. People are going to recognize you. And I was like, that's definitely not going to happen, but I appreciate it. The next day after it airs on the subway, there's a guy sitting across looking at his phone, looking at me, looking at, and I'm like, this guy, I was like, I was like, is this happening? I was like, I don't think it's happening. And so he like starts talking to me and because of Bianca, I took my headphones out and started talking to him and he turned out to be a fucking nut job. He was like trying to, he said I had nice hair. He wanted to touch it. It was really creepy. Anyway, so I yeah it was a freak it was a freak so I had to take a different train to work for a while and I was afraid of him <laughs> true story I'm sorry yeah it's what it is what it is um so anyways that was Bianca's fault and that guy if he wants to buy my hair he can have some if he'd offered me 50 bucks to touch my hair I would have just snip him off for people that say you have nice hair I thought it I thought of cutting my hair and giving it to him as like a peace offering <laughs> I feel like that would only encourage him. That's what I. That's what I realized. Um, um, unrelated, but why? Why are they Bianca one and Andrew one? Everyone has a number on the show. What am I? Monica one. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. you're, you're you're the first Monica on the show. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I guess Andrew doesn't have a number yet. He's not on the. Hasn't been on well, the show. Yeah, we've had three, two Andrews now. That's right. Well, three, three Andrews. We've called him on. So then wouldn't he be oh, Andrew true. four? Yes, he's Andrew three. Okay. He almost became you... Brian one. <laughs> he did almost become Brian one. At the trivia competition that he cheated in, but he's totally not cheating in the other trivia competition, which I know he's cheating in. <laughs> um, so, all right. So I have ideas for, I have ideas for Ashes, by the way. Okay. Yeah. What are yours? So here's what I don't understand. Sorry, I'm sorry. Before you start, just yeah. know if I ever get a singular piece of jewelry from you, I'm going to be very suspicious that it's your fucking child, <laughs> and I will not accept it. <laughs> On the other hand, Brian, I would love a piece of jewelry from you. <laughs> Done. So first of all, I like this is big brain. I like that. So what we already so first of all. I've thought about this, right? To go back to what I said before, we say really nice things about someone when they die. I say we do living funerals. I say we start with that. That really is just a birthday. No, but people aren't really, people don't really get poetic on your birthday. People sort of come to a bar, people come to a bar that they don't really want to go to and they, whatever, it's like a whole thing. If, if, If I get diagnosed with a thing that's going to kill me, God forbid. 
I want everyone to do a living funeral. I want to sit there and everyone, every, everyone has to give a eulogy. That's what I, I want. just, I just feel like it'd be so sad. And I feel like you, Brian would be so emotional. Like, yes, I would be, but I would be emotional about the fact that I was dying. So that's what I'm saying. This would make me feel better. Would it though? Because, because yes. then you're going to, then you're going to hear all these really nice things from people yes. that you care about and love. And then you're yes. just going to die. Yes. And then you all have to deal with that. But I got to hear nice things before I die. God, how awkward would it be if you ended up like beating like whatever the, the disease was? That's after even that? better. That's the best case scenario. Because then I get to live with all, all of you having said all these nice things about me. I kind of feel like, though, if you were diagnosed with something terminal, like people would say nice things to you regardless. Like, I don't think you would need to have a living funeral to have people say nice things to you. I think people will realize how much you mean to them and they would say nice things to you anyways. Maybe, but I really think that I want to like, maybe, but what if, I don't know. That's a good point. It's a good point, but I really think I want to force the issue and go living funeral. I want to do that. So note this down. Are there any, uh, any party games you'd play out there? Like, <laughs> Like, try to try, someone has to try to pick you up and and blindfold and, and put you into a coffin or something. <laughs> or instead of like pin the tail on the donkey, you could be like put the nail in the coffin. That'd be good. Oh, that's good. That's a good name. That's good. Uh... Or maybe I'd have some IV drip. It'd be like pin the IV in his arm, or else he's gonna die right now. But we'll we'll, turn, we'll roll this no into pressure. a dead funeral. <laughs> Well, you're already all I, there for the like, funeral. You're his governor, but like with morphine. <laughs> what were you saying, Brian? No, I was just trying to think. Instead of doing a beer chug, you do it out of like an IV. That'd be good. Yeah. Slap the bag. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Um, so, some of, so here's some ideas I have, right? So first of all, we have a lot of statues around the world. The world. There are statues. Have you heard of statues? No. I hear a lot, of them, a lot of them being taken down recently, you know? Yeah, that's an outrage, and we got to get, get to the bottom of it. But uh, I do. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, why aren't the statues, why are there no statues that are the people, the people are actually in the statue? Like, you just want to <laughs> dump a body with, like, rigor mortis into plaster? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like there's a big st- <laughs> there's a big statue on the Upper West Side of Eleanor Roosevelt. Why isn't she in there? What is she? Wouldn't she rather? It would make more She's sense. There. She's it would already make more there. sense, honestly. And by the way, it saved the sculptor time. Who wants to sculpt a statue of Eleanor Roosevelt? Dip her in bronze and get her up there. But what if you want more? Like, how would you know which the OG statue is? Because like a lot of times there's more than one. That's, That's how you get people point. to see the statue. It's like. Oh, you saw that Eleanor Roosevelt statue? Please. I saw the original on the Upper West Side. That's really her. Well, I feel, like, sta- I feel like other statues would go away, though, because they'd be like, oh, why, why do we even have this? Like- You're looking at these paintings back here. These aren't the original paintings. I bought them. There's pictures of the paintings. That's what the statues Like They weren't like, oh, my goodness, no one's going to buy this painting because it's not the original painting. Just dip her in bronze and get her up there. That'd be cool. But no one's going to an art museum to see those paintings. Those like the paintings that you have. They're going there to see the original. Who's going to go to a, a ghost or to see a fake statue when? So is this going in a, in the direction of you want to be dipped in bronze and become a statue when you die? Because then who do you like? How do you decide where you end up? Who gets you? Presumably outside of the TikTok headquarters is where I would be because. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I don't. I mean. Where could I go? I could go in like my, uh, I don't know, my family's backyard. That'd be cool. Like, like, like I could be a fountain. You can make me a fountain. <laughs> that's that's Brian. He's a fountain now. What what pose would you want to be if you were a statue? Well, I feel like they're all like this. And that's what, what? you do. Like the, like, the, like the Superman kind of pose. Hey, with the crisscross legs. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sitting on the. <laughs> like the but like the Superman pose, kind of. I think that most fountains are like that. I think that I would want to be. Uh... Would you want to be like pretend peeing? Like if you're a fountain? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd have to. I would want to be. How would you? That's a great. I mean, that's a, this is a great yeah. question. If there was a statue like... of you, what would you want it to be? I think I would want mine to be like slapping my leg and laughing really. That's what I would want my statue to be. 
I would want mine to be like in a hugging position so people could come hug me. That would be in all seriousness. If you put, that would be a great tourist attraction. Yes. Brian, what would you do? Brian too. I was just trying to think. Um, I feel like I'd do like the sitting with like my arm to the side, you know, Mm -hmm. so someone could like sit next to me. Yeah. See, here's my fear with that though. A lot of people are going to touch you and then like the, the metal's going to start wearing off. So like how often do you get like re-dipped or like, what if you have to get dipped in a coat of whatever is so heavy that you lose all of your like features. So then people can't even tell it's you. Like it just doesn't. Then you'll just look like a regular statue. See, I was thinking, Brian, you weren't just like dipping them. You were making an actual statue, putting them inside them and closing it off. Could be that too. I mean, either one, but I mean, I figure why do that when you could just dip? <laughs> well, again, like, like, you're, really, you're really well, putting well, a belt on suspenders well, when you're well, to Mon- do make a statue well, of Monica's, them and put them in. Well, what Monica's saying is the features and everything like that is that. Like it wouldn't be you anymore. You might as right, well. Right, it would be, it would still be more me than a regular statue. No, because you can, there is people who have like made a, their life's work into creating statues and sculptures. They could still think sculpting? a lot more like you. Are people still sculpting? When's the last sculptor you've heard of? I know more sculptors that were alive in 1600 than are alive now. It's probably the only job that that's true of. Like, obviously. Like, what do you I mean, know- obviously? Name another job that that's true of other than sculptors. Painter? No. Um, no carriage drivers like <laughs> name a carriage driver from 1600 all right i'm not saying there were famous ones but there are a lot more back then no but we can now, yes there were more you're, that's not my point there were more then than there are now but how many other jobs can you name more people now that do that job back then than you can name that do that job now i think sculptor is the only one and we can all name michelangelo and that's pretty much it I mean, yeah, fair point. I just... There you go. I'm sure there are still sculptors. It's a lot like my cellist bit. <laughs> Very similar. I'm telling you, I don't think... I don't, well, I've never heard of a sculptor ever. They don't exist. Nowadays, it's all like visual art, like, hey, look, it's a curtain rod, but it's not connected to anything. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, that's my one idea, is the real, actual statues. Okay. My second idea, the other idea is similar in that I think that it would be nice to have people, you'd have people like out and about. Like, and what I say, what I mean by that is like, wouldn't it, I want to put my body in a, at a Met game. In the upper oh, deck. you already said this one. I do yes. this. Put my body in the upper deck at a Met game. I'll just sit there watching every game. Like get cryogenically frozen and like placed somewhere. Yes, exactly. And you just have me sit up there. But then what's the point of a living statue? Because that's basically already what you are. Just not dipped in bronze. Right. It's pretty similar. So I'm just saying like put me, I don't know, put me uh yeah, it's basically the same thing. But I but I'm saying it's it's we can make a statue or you can put people in places they want to be put. Like people pay a lot of money for a Central Park bench. How much are people going to pay to have their body be in Central Park? A lot. An interesting idea, but it's also kind of like nightmare fuel. Like I don't want to think about that because then like every wax museum ever made is so creepy. What about this game? What if when you die they make several wax statues of you and then people at your funeral have to guess which one's the wax and which one's you i was gonna say that about the statue i was gonna say if you get made into a statue i'm gonna hide i'm gonna find a sculptor to to sculpt a statue exactly like you and then people will have to guess who the real you is that'd be a fun game and then you could have like a living person who looks like me next to it and they go boom (laughs) i'm not gonna sleep today scare people if you uh, if you guys had to get your like, have something named after you, what would it be? Named after me? Yeah. Um, and not not like a professional sports stadium or something like that, you know, like right, like a little thing that you would get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this kind of feeds into 
um, what I would do if I won the lottery. Um, I would have like a homeless shelter. It would be like a franchise, but it would be a homeless shelter that would also house um, like dogs that need fostering and like care because I feel like that's a symbiotic relationship. Like homeless people have a place to live and like dogs, which are like naturally therapeutic. And now the dogs have a place to live and somebody to care about them. And then there'd be a side hustle where we kill people that abuse animals. I would have the whole operation named after me. <laughs> that's not what you're expecting the answer to be, was it, Brian? No, I was, that's <laughs> way better than what I, I would have expected. Why do homeless people have such well-behaved dogs? Because I, well, I don't know. Are the dogs on drugs too? Is that what's going on there? Yeah, or they just like haven't eaten in a while and are like, are like low energy. But wouldn't they be then worse behaved? No, like, you know, once you're like past the hangry point and you're just like, I'm going to pass out. I guess. Hmm. Like maybe their blood sugar is just like bottoming out. It's a possibility. But there was a homeless guy um, that used to sit at a stop near my old work and he had a dog. And whenever he got food, if it was something the dog could eat, he'd always give it to the dog first and then he would eat. So I feel like a lot of homeless people actually care about their animals more than themselves. Interesting. Good for that guy. Yeah. Responsible pet owner. What, what would you want named after yourself, Brian? Thinking. Oh, I know. I have mine, actually. What, what's yours? So as you know, I'm one of the world's foremost experts on uh, Central Park bathrooms. <laughs> yep. I'd want the bath. I'd want one of the bathrooms named after me. Ideally, the bathroom at Tavern on the Green, best public bathroom in New York City. If I couldn't get that one, I'd take the one at the top of the park, 110th Street, because that's an underrated bathroom. People don't know. I'm, I'm a staunch advocate for the 110th Street public bathroom. If I couldn't get either of those, um, I would probably then pick ooh, the bathroom in the Ramble. That's a strong, a strong and underused bathroom. You know what else happens in the Ramble? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, Monica, tell Brian what happens in the ramble. That's where people used to go to have gay sex. Bang. They would. A rumble in the ramble. A rumble in the ramble. So I would want one of those three things. I would want one of the bathrooms in Central Park. Gay sex, courtesy of Brian Elbert. There you go. Um, Question. Is the Bethesda Terrace bathroom? Yeah, Bethesda Terrace. Are those the worst bathrooms? No, the worst bathrooms are the ones by the Shakespeare Theater. Oh, right, right. I've seen the, the Bethesda Terrace bathrooms are second worst. Because they're just like the most heavily used, right? Like everyone. Yeah. The thing is, the, there, the, is, there, is there an app that uh, that ranks bathrooms? That this is them? the, uh, George Costanza invented this in the. No, 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 no. He, he, invented, he invented the nearest place to go to the bathroom. I'm saying places to rank and rate bathrooms. Like a trip advisor, but just for bathrooms. Yeah. It's not bad. That's not bad. Anyway, my, what I would yes, uh, have my, I would have a, I just want like a, like a pizza or a sandwich or something named after me at like one of my favorite, like some of my favorite restaurants or something, you know? That would be good. I yeah. don't associate that with death though. Yeah, that's fair. But there's nothing else yeah, like, I, I can think of. Off the menu? <laughs> they would never be able to do that, you know. At that point, they'd just be guilt ridden. You're a forever sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think of anything else I would want named after me. I don't know. I can't think of it. I mean, I can, I can think of lots of things, but that would be the uh, for the Central Park bathrooms. Would be that's a big really good one because I feel like that's something that people would use every day, but like, but like it wouldn't be the most famous thing in the world. It's like an understated fame that like only the people that need to use it would know about it. And like for generations, my family could go and like take pictures next to the sign next to the toilet. <laughs> well, your body that's dipped in bronze would be right outside. Totally, I could be peeing in the fountain. Yeah, there you go. There we go. And it all comes full circle. NYC Parks and Rec. We have an idea. There you go. Um, all right. I think that's the uh, 
that's the episode. Do we, what else do we have to do here, Brian? We have some. Well, we got a uh, we got the Snapchat TikTok corner. All right, we are going to do. You want to welcome everybody? Yeah. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the Snapchat corner. Also, bonus TikTok corner. I'm your host Brian Two. I'm here with Brian One and Monica. Brian One, what do we got today? So I'm opening up Snapchat now. So Monica, I know you don't listen to the show, but um, every week I check my, I give out my Snapchat and I check and I see if anyone sent me any messages. And a couple, and a couple of listeners of the show did send me things, but a lot of them timed out and went away, and I don't really know how to do it. But if you want to be on Snapchat Corner, send a Snapchats or anything to Bellberg. There we go. Can I send it at any point during? Any point during the week, I check it. I check my Snapchat once a week and at this time. Okay. So I'm opening it up now. It's facing myself, which I really don't care for. And I have two dots on the bottom of the screen. This is exciting. <laughs> oh boy. I have, a, I have a purple. I have a purple and a blue. I'll click the purple one first. Oh, that's just stories. There's just stories. Yeah. That people <laughs> oh God. Oh, look at the dis- look at the discovered thing. It's people popping pimples. Oh. You get you get tricked by the stories thing every time. And the blue, ah, oh, the blue is just Team Snapchat. So I didn't know. <laughs> Damn it, was Team Snapchat? Uh, what is it? Labor Day? Oh, something about teachers, maybe? Oh no, yeah, it's Labor Day. I think. <laughs> yeah, Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Well, that was a Snapchat corner, Brian. You want to take us to TikTok? All right. So I don't know, remember how many followers and likes and whatnot I had last time on TikTok, but guess how many followers I I have. Uh, I have right now, Brian. 7,000. Why would you don't say too high? It ruins it when you say too high. What are you at? 6,500. What's up? 6,500. No, yeah, no, guess lower. You guys are making it not seem cool. It's lower. It's lower. <laughs> what are you at? What are you at? I'm closing in. I'm at, I'm at, I'm at almost at a big milestone. I'm at 4,699. I'm closing in on 4,700. Oh, that's good. Nice. And someone just started following me now. Did that do it? So if you don't follow me on uh, TikTok, make sure you get on there. It's uh, just Brian Elberg. That's my name. Not Brian One, believe it or not. Uh, I'm still 4699. I'm just going to keep refreshing until I uh, get there. How long do you think this is going to take? <laughs> so far, it hasn't happened. <laughs> do you think I ever unfollow you and then refollow you quickly enough? It'll count it. Why would that? Don't, don't do that. I've gotten all these followers legitimately. No messages or anything, though. I don't know how that works, but uh, I'm blowing up on here, man. I mean, you made it. You made it seem not cool because you said a number that was so high that it doesn't seem well, like I'm said, doing well. I said a number so high to... because I said number so high because I knew you've been blowing up, and I thought that I've been. I, I'm giving you the praise that I thought this. Was I just got be. another follower, but why isn't it updating? Well, maybe they were update. four four thousand six hundred ninety nine. No, they weren't because the other guy that followed, started following when we started this conversation would seem to be that number. I'm just Can upset just that you guys said a number too high. Follower? I think you should do that, yes. Well, that's been TikTok Corner and Snapchat <laughs> Corner, everybody. I hope you enjoyed. If you want to uh, be on this uh, next week's episode, send them a Snapchat. Oh, hold on. I, I, I did get lots of messages. I, I, you want to see some? Should I read some of the messages I've gotten? Only yeah. the best ones, but yeah, sure. I mean, I'm getting a lot pretty famous, so not to brag. Uh, um, I don't know how to check them. Did I press inbox? <laughs> we, we prepare on this show. How do I? I definitely was getting. Zooming maybe if I try like, to send a message, if I try to send a message. Oh, there we go. Yeah, my friend uh, John Henry. He's oh, but I nope. He sends me a lot of messages and other TikToks that I should be looking at. I'm still trying to figure out how to get to the messages. Usually it's there. Hmm. <laughs> Brian, one for uh, listeners at home, looks like an, like a, a mother trying to click on the phone with his, with his index finger. <laughs> I can manage my account. I don't want to do that. I don't need to manage it. It's well managed. I think you have to go to the one that looks like a text box. So that's what I'm, I'm, I'm at the text box. Okay. And then, and then normally messages would be that um, paper airplane in the corner. There you go. Monica. See, well, everyone, everyone else mocks. Monica's there. Sending, sending locks of her hair and uh, <laughs> showing me how to. All right. So yeah, my friend, John Henry, sent me some nice TikToks. Want to watch one together? 
Yeah, let's see. What's up? I'm Big D in the dumpster. We can always say we make good yogurt. Let's go. This is my favorite song. How, how kind. You guys know that song, Tiptoe Through the Tulips? No. That's no. good stuff. I got to respond to that. I'm glad I listened to that on the show because I wasn't going to, I don't usually watch these, but. <laughs> but this one. In other news, the sexual position formerly known as 69 will now be called 96. Due to the economy, the cost of eating out is going up. <laughs> I didn't really get that joke. Did you guys get that joke? Oh, the cost of eating out is going up? Is that a... I don't really... I still understand it. It's like a... That's a whole entendre. I guess. You want to watch? I mean, I get like He sends me a lot of these. Want to just keep watching them or are we good? No. No, we're good. What about this I one? can't imagine this is great for listeners at home. I was just a British guy. I mean, he sends me a lot of these. Wow. Wow. Tell him to send some Snapchats instead. Yeah. I, I will. Oh, all right. I'm at 4701. We got there. They just didn't need a top two. There we go. Thank you. Not at 7,000, Brian. Sorry, but. You're getting there, though. You're getting there. Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing it. All right. So uh, I think that's the episode. Cool. Thanks for having me. What do you think? What uh, do I, think? I, 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 I'll, I'm say, I'll say I'm excited to die. You know, that's the only way, <laughs> only way I, I, we can end this episode. Um, <laughs> as I stated on the episode, I want to live forever. So <laughs> not excited to die at all, no matter what. But everyone... Everyone who's a fan can expect a lock of my hair in the mail to keep with you. I know I'm excited. There you go. Monica Shaw, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun. I'll come on with more ideas so I can come back. That would be Please great. Do. I also want to live forever, but if I die, you can expect some of my ashes. There we go. If not, I'll be deeply offended after this conversation. You and all your loyal listeners, because they were there when the OG idea was created. That's right. And here's my idea. Have a great week. Woo! Brian, the babe they call Brian. He grew, 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 and grew. Grew up to be, grew up to be a boy called Brian. He had arms and legs and hands and feet. This boy 